Okay, so I want to share with you about royalty. Royalty. How does royalty behave in the kingdom? I'm sure we all have our ideas about what royalty, how royalty, how kings should act. But what does royalty look like in the kingdom of God? What does it look like? How, do, how does royalty act? So I want to look at, in this session, I just want to look at a, a paradigm that I put under the pastoral culture. But I believe this paradigm is key for all fivefold ministry cultures. So I'm going to just unpack that in a moment. This is uh, one of the keys. You are more than just a citizen of heaven. You are royalty. Come on, let's say it. I'm royalty. You are a son and a daughter of God. You are not just another member of heaven, like a lowly member. You are royalty. What does it mean? You're a son of the king. In other words, all the resources of heaven are available to you in Jesus Christ. Now, this is key. If you don't get this, if you and I don't get this, the fivefold ministry cultures will mean nothing to you. If you listen to the stories that I have been sharing, and you think, yeah, but that works for Andre. He's special. Or when you hear other people's testimonies of the power of God manifesting or the kingdom of God coming, and your conclusion is they are special and more special than me, this isn't going to work for you. That's a lie. You need to understand, but I am also a son or a daughter of the king. And therefore, all the resources of heaven are available to me. Now look at this. Matthew, uh, Ephesians 4, verse 11 to 16. This is the, the source of the fivefold ministry. Fivefold ministry context. It says there, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry. For the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. But to unpack that, Jesus says, guys, I've given you apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, and evangelists. Our traditional perspective on this is as follows. Yeah, okay, maybe they're apostles, prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, but I am not one of them. So I don't qualify for ministry I can't do great things in the kingdom of God. That's what we often, that's the traditional model. The, the, the members come and sit and listen to those who know and who do real ministry. No, that's wrong. That's messed up. If you are also a son and a daughter of God, you can and should do ministry. That scripture says to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. Say ministry. To equip the saints. So the fivefold ministry cultures, if we create a pastoral culture, everybody will become pastoral on one level or another. You might not be a pastor, but you're going to be pastoral. You get equipped to shepherd others. If we create an evangelistic culture, you might not be an evangelist, but you become evangelistic. You become supernaturally equipped by heaven to reach souls for Christ. But the key thing is you need to believe this is for me. 
Come on, let's say it. This is for me. You need to believe that this is for you. And there's one thing that I know is I am a nobody. I am not more special than anybody else on the planet. First 10 years of ministry, we saw two people physically healed. Three years later, like a thousand plus people physically healed. What changed? We just stepped into the kingdom. It's not because I am special. It's not that some of us are more special than others. It's just we have received keys because we were hungry. And so we stepped into the kingdom and we applied the keys of the kingdom. And so the kingdom came and so people were saved and they were physically healed and they were set free. So you need faith. You need to believe that I am not just an ordinary nobody. You see, there are no ordinary believers. Everybody's called to be supernatural. It says uh, to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, but then the saints must know that they are saints and not miserable sinners. You must believe it with all your heart that there's more. Every one of us have this something on the inside that says, I'm called to more than just existing. You are called to do ministry. You are called to be supernatural. You are called to do great things for God. Come on, let's say it. I'm called to do great things because I'm a child of the king. You are. You see, but the enemy wants to come and trick us where it's the pastor does ministry and the rest of us. What? What do we do? No, the pastor sits at home drinking coffee. He equipped you. Now go and do ministry. Okay, then I'll join you. I'll join you. I'll join you. (laughs) But we get this wrong. The enemy tricks us. So a key component for the five-fold ministry cultures to work is that everybody is a somebody in Christ. Everybody is a somebody in Christ. Even for me and for you, if we want to equip others, I can't look with the eyes of the flesh. I must look at an Ellen. I must look at a Johnny. And I must see an apostolic, evangelistic, prophetic. I must see it. I must see that the potential of Christ in them, the hope of glory. Otherwise, what's going to happen? Well, I'm the man of God with the power for the hour, people. And you, got, you ain't got it. Oh, you know, I don't like that. Do you like that? I don't like that. It doesn't sit lacquer with me. The fivefold ministry is there to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. So that you can go out and impact this world. So that you can be prophetic, pastoral, evangelistic, and so more. And it says that in that verse, that it speaks about that we, the body of Christ, must be, must, can be built up so that we can come to the unity of the faith, so that we can come to know who Jesus is, so that we can come to the fullness of Christ. Say fullness. So that we can come to the fullness of Christ, but then we need to embrace these fivefold ministry cultures. But at the heart of it, I need to believe everybody is a somebody in Christ. Everybody. Everybody. I see it with the youth, the young people. I love it. Spending time with the young people. I'm like, who could this young lady become? Who could this young man become? They can, hallelujah, they can become a man or a woman of God that impacts this, this country.
That excites me. But you need to come in with faith when you want to equip others. You need faith. So that's the one component of this paradigm. Everybody is a somebody in Christ. The second part of the paradigm, everybody is a somebody in Christ, and they are worthy of me washing their feet. That's the second part. I want to just unpack for us quickly. So God is saying, guys, the door is wide open. All of my resources, all of my power, all of my ability is available to you. Come and receive it. For what purpose? To do ministry. But what is ministry? Ministry is to serve. Ministry is to serve, to love others. You see, the higher we go in the kingdom of God, the more empowered we are to serve. It's the upside down kingdom. If you want to go up, go down. I remember a, a South American preacher, he once shared the story, was so telling for, for what I want to illustrate. He's in New York, he's standing, he and his wife, they're standing at an elevator, and uh, they're wanting to go up. Every time the elevator comes down, it opens up, but they're like, no, we want to go up, so we don't want to go down, so they leave it and the elevator goes down. Then the elevator comes up and it just goes, it goes past, it's like, no, man, we want to go up. And again, elevator comes down, it opens up. They're like, no, no, we want to go up, we want to go up. Elevator goes down. And then it comes past again. They're like, no, we want to go up. Third time, he, he got smarter. His wife helped him. <laughs> Honey, why don't we take the elevator down and then we can go up? And he said, that's brilliant. Let's do that. So they went down the elevator, and then they went up. The kingdom of God is an upside-down kingdom. If you want to go up, you need to go down. If you want to go up, you need to go down first. We need to serve. We need to know why does God give us all of this grace, all of this power, as Ephesians 4 verse 7 says, and to each one of us, grace was given. Each one, each one, grace, favor, blessing, empowerment was given. Let's say, let's say each one. That includes me. <laughs> each one, grace was given. That's in the context of the fivefold ministry. So we were in Argentina a few years ago, and in the one, we had a team meeting, and then one of the guys, we, have, we had awesome meetings so far, one of the guys spoke to the team, and he said to us, guys, I'm not as spiritual as you. My family isn't very spiritual. We've never been very spiritual. You guys are spiritual. So this isn't for me. He fell into that trap. This isn't for me. Anyway, so um, we prayed for one another. At some point, I prayed for this guy. And I saw a vision of God taking him deeper. I saw him on the ground in this vision. The next moment, the power of God comes upon this man. He falls to the ground. Boom. As a Jesus encounter, a power encounter, he gets up from there, changed man. That night in our meetings, he prays for people and they experience the power of God. They get healed. They fall under the power of the Spirit. They are changed. But I'm not spiritual. That's what he said the morning. Every one of us are called. 
for the more, but you need to activate your faith. You need to believe I am royalty. I am royalty. I am, I am powerful in Christ. So look at this verse, John 13, 3 to 5, in the context of what royalty looks like. It says, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper, laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. This is powerful. Look at this. He's saying, first but there, Jesus, royalty, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands. The Son, royalty. What does he say? Thank you, Father, all things you've given to me. Because I'm a son in the kingdom. And he's saying the same to you. All things have been made available to us. All the resources of heaven have been made available to the sons and the daughters of God. Come on, say all. Yes, all has been made available. And then it says, and, and, and that he had come from God. Do you know that you are, if you're a child of God today, you are born from above? You're not from here. You are from heaven. You're born through Christ. And then it says, and that he was going to God. He had this, this confidence, this security that everything's mine. I'm coming from the Father, and I'm going to the Father. We're going to heaven. One day. This is amazing. So, I'm the king. I have everything. I am so secure. I am so confident. So what am I going to do with this? I'm going to bow down. I'm going to wash some feet. Are you seeing this? It's the upside down kingdom. I'm royalty. What does royalty do? They serve. They lay down their lives in the kingdom. So then Jesus washed the dirty, stinking feet of his disciples. The king of the universe washes feet. What is up with that? Because he wanted to show us this is how royalty lives. Real royalty in the kingdom of God. They're so secure. They're so confident. They so know that everything's theirs, but they know why. To serve. To love. To love somebody well. That's what it's about. Royalty. You see, in our culture, we think you start at the bottom and you work your way up. Stepping on people as we go. Now, in the kingdom of God, you start at the top. I'm a son of God. I am royalty. I'm going to work myself down. And as you work yourself down, God exalts. God lifts up. If you want to go higher in the kingdom of God, you need to go down. The greatest in the kingdom of God are servants. The greatest are servants. The greatest are servants. So, so what does this look like practically? Jesus showed us this is real ministry, to practically serve and love others, even washing the feet of his disciples. What does it look like? It looks like ushering on a Sunday, standing at the door, greeting people, getting chairs ready. It looks like washing cups and, 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 and doing the little things. It looks like... Um, 
serving little kids with the love of Jesus. That's what it looks like. It looks like feeding the hungry, the nobodies out there. It looks like looking after the orphans and the widows who are the lowest nobodies in our society. It looks like going to the prisons to love on prisoners, those who have done horrible things, but we know that Jesus even loves them, and he wants them to be redeemed with the good news of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's what it looks like. It looks like serving. You see, the the menial, ordinary, nothing, small, little things in the kingdom of God, they're huge. It's the work of kings. It's the work of kings. We make a huge mistake if we think that real ministry is the guy standing here on the, on the stage. That's a massive mistake we're making. If we think it's the pastor and the preachers, they are the real saints of God. They are the ones that God is truly pleased with. You make a mistake. God is upside down kingdom. It's not about public ministry. It is about when nobody sees, it's the little things. Husband sh- serving his wife or his children at, at home. That's kingdom ministry. It truly is. It's the upside down kingdom. If you want to go up, serve. You know, and part of this is, this is for me the, the heart of the fivefold ministry cultures is that we are called to serve. Kings, we are royalty that serves that lays down our lives, no strings attached. You know, see, I've often, you know, we've ministered to people and uh, really invested time and tears and prayer. And then you get a WhatsApp, thanks, pastor, going to another church. I'm like, oh, after everything. And then you want to feel sorry for yourself. And now, you know, I'm making this shift now to uh, someone's left the church for another church. Hallelujah. Praise God. It reminds me that the kingdom of God is not about this church. The kingdom of God is about His kingdom and His church. So if you send me a WhatsApp and you're leaving the church, I'm going to do a high five with somebody. I have to work through it, but I'm going to do a high five with somebody. Because I realize that ministry is not about drawing people to self. Ministry is about pointing people to Jesus. No strings attached. You owe me nothing. Ever. Because I'm doing this because I love Jesus. So I will serve people because I love Jesus. And I love people. But you owe me nothing. Ever. For anything. Because my reward comes from heaven. Amen. In the same way, I want to encourage you to serve and love others in the same way. No strings attached. Free gift from God. I get my reward from above. I'm just going to love you. Amen. This will set us free. This will truly set us free when we position ourselves in this place. And my ultimate reward is from heaven. This is not my ministry. This is not my church. This is not my things. This is ultimately about His glory. So I remind myself, especially when things are not that great and you're involved with a whole bunch of issues, people issues, and you sort of get caught up in it and you almost want to get a little bit depressed. And I remind myself, 
the kingdom of God's going to come and it will keep on coming until it fills the earth with me or without me. But I want to be part of it. I want to be part of it. Jesus, I want to be part of it. I want to be part of what you're doing. But your kingdom will come. I want to encourage every one of us to reposition in that place. I am saved to serve. I am equipped to do ministry. And the smallest little things in the kingdom of God is precious and special. God sees and he will reward. It's the faithful that he exalts. And for me, this is the heart of the fivefold ministry cultures. It's about service. It's about laying down our lives. Have you been offended lately? Been upset with somebody? That just shows you you're not dead yet. You haven't emptied yourself yet. You haven't laid down your life yet. You haven't picked up your cross yet. It's still you sitting on the throne. But if we want to see the world transformed, we need to empty ourselves for the sake of Christ. Get over ourselves. Love God, love people. To the glory of God. Hallelujah. I believe the fivefold ministry cultures, if we embrace this in its fullness, we will see the kingdom of God come like none of us have ever imagined. I believe this with all my heart. And I want to pour out my life for this cause. To see Jesus glorified. Amen.